Meeting of the Trans Bay Joint Powers Authority. It's great to see everyone in person. Oh my gosh, it feels like, well, it has been almost three years since we did a lockdown. Uh, I think that's next week. But everyone is great to see everyone. Hopefully, everyone stays dry later. I think we just came in when the rain started, but I think the rain will be here when we leave. So, um, so let me just get connected. This is all new, being in person and connecting to City Hall <laughs> Wi-Fi, all things. All right. So, Mila, can you do the roll call, please? All right, sure. And uh, prior to taking roll, I'll uh, note for the record that Director El Tawansi and Vice Chair Mandelman are absent, and Director Chang is sitting in as Mandelman's alternate with that. Director Chang? Director Chang? Yes, I am here. Thank you. <laughs> Chang present. Director Forbes? Present. Forbes present. Director John Baptiste? Present. John Baptiste present. Director Lipkin? Present. Lipkin present. Director Shaw? Present. Shaw present. Director Tumlin? Present. Tumlin present. And Chair G? Here. G present as well. Directors, we have a quorum. Shall I continue? All right, I'll go ahead and call your next item. Item three, directors, is communications. And we would like to note the uh, process for members of the public to make public comment. Uh, members of the public may comment on the meeting during public comment periods, in person or remotely. In-person public comment will be taken first. Remote public comment will be taken after. The public comment uh, call-in line is printed on the agenda, and dialing instructions should be scrolling at the bottom of the screen on SFGov TV. Uh, also, please note the TGPA board meeting scheduled for April 13th, 2023 is canceled. Uh, official notice will be coming shortly after this meeting. And lastly, after item seven, public comment on today's agenda, we will jump, be jumping ahead to the closed session. And upon its adjournment, we'll return to item eight to hear the consent calendar followed by the regular calendar. With that, are there any other communications? All right. All right, seeing none, item four is Board of Directors new and or old business. I'm not aware of any. Great, all right. Item five is the Executive Director's Report. Morning, Directors. Nice to see you all here. Um, when it's not pouring rain and setting record low temperatures, we actually are continuing to see increased uh, visitorship at the park. Um, and we've had a number of exciting activations since we met last month. Uh, we hosted the kickoff to San Francisco Beer Week, which was actually the largest single-day activation downtown and the largest at our center since the uh, grand opening with over 1,500 people at the rooftop park, uh, 30 breweries, and a lot of uh, good festivities with a break in the, in the weather that day. Um, it was a good demonstration of our commitment to downtown San Francisco's economic vitality, which aligns with Mayor Breed's downtown San Francisco recovery plan, uh, including activations downtown, recognizing the importance of a robust transit system downtown, uh, and as all made possible through our multimodal transit center and the future delivery of the DTX uh, portal project. We've had a number of restaurants, some of which uh, we've uh, reported to you open in our ground floor tenant Tycoon uh, Kitchen, located on Minna by First Street, opened their doors to the public and is now serving delicious Thai fusion fare daily. Uh, so I invite you to come try that when you're in the neighborhood. Uh, they join our other tenants, Charlie's Cheesesteak, Venga Empanadas, Happy Lemon, and Phil's Coffee at the ground floor. And Per Diem, a local restaurant that offers American Italian fare and a uh, fantastic bar selection, uh, will have their grand opening later this month, also, also on the ground level. You'll hear a little bit more about this from our facilities director, Ari Walsh, um, during his facilities report. Uh, recently, Federal Bay Area delegation members released their Notice of Community Funding Opportunities, which we are applying for wayfinding funds to help supplement the budget we already have for the wayfinding, wayfinding impl implementation plan uh, from 2020. 
Regarding the downtown rail extension, uh, this year continues to be a pivotal year for the uh, project, uh, which we are now referring to as the portal, as we work to advance the project in the FTA's capital investment grant pro uh, program. We uh, submitted the request to enter engineering phase after uh, your approval to do so at our last meeting um, and are continuing to further engage with the FTA to ensure we meet their technical milestones and requirements. To complete the project funding, we submitted a $60 million request for state cap and trade funds through the Transit and Intercity Regional Capital Rail Capital Program, and we expect to hear announcements of awards for that program uh, in sometime in April. At the federal level, we're preparing an application to the Federal Railroad Administration's new federal state partnership program that has a $4.5 billion allocation over two years, um, and the applications are due uh, by the end of April. Later this month, I, will, I plan to join the Metropolitan Transportation Commission to advocate for infrastructure funds in Washington, D.C. We will meet with congressional members in addition to department staff at the U.S. Department of Transportation to stress the importance of federal funding to advance uh, capital transportation projects like the portal. On the regional level, we're coordinating with the MTC as they develop the rebalancing plan for their TERSIP, which is again Transit Intercity Regional or Rail Capital Program, and the major project advancement policy or MAP endorsements starting in April at their committee level at programming and allocations. We expect to provide an update on our project's progress and important funding timeline on April 12th to ensure we can submit a request for full funding grant agreement at our next major milestone in August of this year. Found in your packet are the quarterly financial reports, and we'd be happy to answer any questions you have on my report or the quarterly financial uh, before I turn it over to Ari to uh, give you an update on the facilities. Thank you. Any questions for our executive director? If I may make a comment, um, a big congratulations to the team on the activations downtown. I think it's just so critical. Um, office workers are choosing to come in more uh, to collaborate, but also to make personal uh, relationships and friendships. Uh, the workplace is an important part of our social fabric, and having new activations and ways to bring people into San Francisco is a great to see. So thank you so much for being part of the economic recovery strategy downtown. Appreciate that. Food and drink is always a great way to collaborate. <laughs> <laughs> any other comments or questions for our executive director? Not seeing any, we'll go on to a facility update. Are and then we'll take public comment once all the reports are done. Good morning, directors. I'm Ari Walsh, the facility director for the TJPA, and I'm happy to be here with you on this uh, rainy Thursday. Uh, to get it started, some of our popular programs in the park uh, for February included Toddler Thursday and a lovely drum circle, which featured 43 participants and 50 participants, respectfully. Park attendance for the month of February uh, looks pretty drastic, um, with the highlight being right in the middle of the month with over 1,500 uh, folks coming out to the park to enjoy the lovely beer and food that we provided. Um, you'll see some, some low dips during some rainy weather, which came down to around 50, and then some of our uh, average um, attendance was right around 200. 
Overall, since the park reopened in May 2021, uh, we've had steady growth. And when you compare January, February of 2023 to 2022, you're actually seeing substantial growth there as well. As previously mentioned, one of our uh, recent events and our most, ex most successful was the Beer Week kickoff, which happened on February 11th. We had over 1,500 attendees, again, as we mentioned, with 24 breweries, six food vendors, and proudly zero incidents. Some live music was played by Nashville Honeymoon, which you see here on the right, as well as Audio Dub, which was featured in the last, in the last slide. Upcoming events. So we had mentioned some uh, new programming for the park back in January. And happy to say we've got this great band that's going to be doing uh, not just a musical performance, but an artistic performance as well. May or may not and feature some drag show and some uh, folk music from the mission. So it's going to be a really fun time when they come out on April 1st. Uh, additionally, as we had mentioned with the downtown recovery plan, we have Bloom SF. Uh, we don't have uh, an exact date on that yet, but we encourage you to keep an eye out for that. Last year, we uh, participated by hosting a silent disco, and this year we're looking to spice it up a bit more. Transit ridership for AC Transit. Uh, the graph we have here is showing the uh, year in review. I just got the data back for January and February, and I'm happy to say that the numbers are actually going up despite some recent headlines about layoffs, which is really encouraging to see. I will say, though, that the rain especially had, does have a slight impact on the ridership in general. For citywide SFMTA uh, ridership, we're actually very close to the fiscal year goal, and we're about 10% away. And uh, I would, I'd bet an empanada that we're probably hitting the target uh, ridership very soon, if not already. So um, looking forward to presenting those numbers at our next meeting. Uh, with regards to the Salesforce Transit Center, we are actually on par with the rest of the city, as you can see here. And we're uh, also including some of the stops around the center. And uh, in going through the data, one uh, interesting highlight I wanted to know, which I'm sure many of you are aware of, we actually have uh, about 1,000 more or 50% more uh, ons than offs at the center, which are people getting on um, the, the buses and things like that. We think that that's probably due to people looking to get that first seat. Um, but again, just taking another look into that and seeing where the data takes us. So some curious highlights. For our leasing updates, as Director Vandewater had mentioned, we have Tycoon Kitchen now open. Uh, some of their most popular dishes are the drunken noodles and the amazing spring rolls. And before you ask, yes, they serve mimosas, and they are open at 8 AM, especially on weekends. Other retail updates, we have Via Vi coming soon, along with Bear Bottle Brewing in the Grand Hall. And then later in 2023, we expect to have Dimbao's, Juice Bar, Show Market and Restaurant, as well as Pokey House coming online. 
to highlight per diem, as previously mentioned, uh, here's their lovely bar, and they'll be having their grand opening on the 20th. They've had their soft opening over the last few weeks, uh, working out some of the kinks with uh, their items. Again, encourage people to try the griddled dates. They're pretty good. Uh, here's a rendering on the left for Via Vi and what I would call a similar location within the, within the dusty construction area. Just trying to give you a visualization of what it'll look like in the future. But uh, they're on, pro uh, on target and progressing well. Hope to have them opening soon. And to close us out, a location overview. We've got a lot of activity uh, down near 2nd Street. Uh, especially on the Minna side, and are looking forward to adding some more restaurants on the Natoma side of the center. Happy to answer any questions. Thanks. All right, thank you very much for your presentation. Directors, any questions? Director Tumlin, when are you collecting your empanada? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to win that empanada. <laughs> very good. All right, thank you for the report and the update. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, wanted to note that it's been brought to my attention that there is a typo on the agenda regarding the access code for public com uh, public comment call-in uh, for the public comment call-in line. Uh, SFGovTV is streaming the correct public uh, call-in access code online. We do have a member of the public uh, that has signed on. They do not have their hand raised to make public comment on this item. Uh, and I'll go ahead and read out for folks that might not be able to see what's happening on SFGovTV that the correct access code is 2558. 566-9358. We apologize for the inconvenience. No that, public comment? No public comment. Right. Let's continue. All right. With that, uh, we'll go ahead and call item six, a Citizens Advisory Committee update. And we have uh, Brian Larkin, our CAC chair with us. Good morning, Chair G, uh, board members. I'm Brian Larkin, Larkin Like the Street. I am the chair of the CAC, and I'm here to report about the CAC meeting of this past Tuesday the 7th. Our agenda included the staff report, facility operations, and downtown rail extension work plan schedule updates. Lily Madras Wu provided the staff support on their activities since our February meeting. It resulted in no questions or comments from the CAC. Ari Walsh, who you just met, gave his monthly report on facility operations. Pedro Mendez asked whether increased fuel prices had an effect on the use of electric vehicles by the transit agencies that serve the Transbay Center. Natasha Peterson asked about the effect of the recent wet weather on transit ridership for other agencies, not just on Muni. Uh, Alfonso Rodriguez gave the presentation on the downtown rail extension work plan schedule update. I asked for a clarification on the relationship between the TJPA and Caltrain. He enlightened me. I'm all caught up. Um, Howard Wong asked if the TJPA reimbursed the various agencies that are contributing to the design and development of the Trans Bay Transit Center. Short version of the answer is that it does. And finally, during the discussion, discussion of future agenda items, Richard Burnett asked for a discussion of the status of the California High-Speed Rail Project. And just this morning, Lily Magis Wu informed me that she is already making arrangements for that. How's that for service? <laughs> anyway, that's all I have until May. So enjoy the rest of the presentation. Mr. Larkin, thank you for your report. Directors, any questions? 
So my work any, here is done. <laughs> any public comment on this? Any? Looking to see if there are members of the public that wish to provide co public comment under this item. And uh, there are no members. Can you? All right, we'll go ahead and move into your next item, which is uh, public comment for um, members to address the authority on matters that are um, within the authority's jurisdiction, uh, but not on today's calendar. And um, again, we um, have noted the corrected uh, access code. We'll go ahead and check for public comment, uh, both in the room, physically and virtually. Um, I don't see that the um, one attendee that we have joined has ro uh, raised his hand to comment. So with that, um, you are scheduled to, as we noted right. earlier, uh, under item three, we're scheduled to go into closed session pursuant to government code section 54956.9. We'll verify if there are any members of the public that wish to address you on the item scheduled for discussion in closed session uh, prior to clearing through the room. And it does not appear anyone in person or remotely. Before we go into closed session, do we have an approximate time Do we need? I have guesstimated uh, uh, that it's 30 to 40 minutes. All right. So about 40 minutes, we'll, we'll go into closed session, and hopefully we'll be out of closed session in 40 minutes. Yes. All right. Very good. All right. So we'll adjourn to closed session for the board. Those that um, are here for the rest of the agenda, could you please excuse yourselves, and hopefully we'll be back in 40 minutes, if not sooner. Thank you. Government Television.
SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television.
SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television. Stuff, which is just about more bigger challenges. It's horrible in the Bay Area, and it's also horrible for like. <laughs> yeah, Jeff can tell you. I, I didn't even watch it. I've only heard secondhand, but it sounds like it was an interesting meeting. I'm sorry. It sounds like it was an interesting meeting. <laughs> okay. Got the attention of the CEO of Global. Our Ian folks. Uh, where's our Ian folks? But we have that. I mean, that's yeah, you have that's what we have. That. <laughs> that's items are. I'm meeting right now. <laughs> just gonna do a good job for the Here. people. That's just right. reward. It's pretty good on time. That's actually. I had no. Dude. <laughs> 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 yeah, I wanna definitely. Okay. All right. Um, the uh, TJPA uh, Board of Directors meeting of March 9th, 2023 is back in session. And in regards to item 16, announcement of closed session, there is no action to report. We'll now go ahead and return to item 8, your consent calendar. Yes, please. Thank you. All right. Uh, where all matters listed are considered to be routine and will be acted upon by a single vote unless a member of the public or the board requests to have an item considered separately. I've not received any indication that a member of the board or the public wish to have any items considered separately. Uh, with that, we'll give a moment. Check online. Seeing no members of the public wishing to uh, comment on the consent calendar. Uh, your items are 8.1, approving the minutes of the February 9th, 2023 meeting. Item 8.2, authorizing the executive director to execute a, a second amendment to the lease agreement with Vanga for those great epinatas for commercial retail space in suite 123 on the ground floor of the transit center, consistent with the previously adopted retail uh, commercial leasing strategy to address COVID-19 impacts tenancies. Item 8.3, authorizing the executive director to execute a first amendment to the lease agreement with per, um, per diem for commercial retail space in suite 131 on the first floor of the transit center. And item 8.4, authorizing the executive director to execute a second amendment to the lease agreement with Bear Bottle Brewing Company for an additional tenant improvement allowance for commercial retail space in uh, TJPA's Salesforce Park. Thank you, Neela. Any comments from directors? If not, is there a motion to approve consent? I'll make a motion. Thank you, Director Forbes. Is there second, a second? Second, Tumlin. Thank you, Director Tumlin. Great. With a first and a second, Director Chang? Aye. Chang, aye. Director Forbes? Aye. Forbes, aye. Director John Baptiste? Aye. John Baptiste, aye. Uh, Director Lipkin? Aye. Lipkin, aye. Director Shaw? Aye. Shaw, aye. And uh, Director Tumlin? Aye. Tumlin, aye. And uh, Chair G? Yes. G, aye as well. Uh, the consent calendar is approved. With that, we'll go ahead and move into your, hmm, that's the wrong room, SFGov TV. <laughs> but it had us on the, there. The board looks great. Okay, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, the uh, regular calendar, we'll go ahead and call item nine, the uh, presentation of the budget outlook for fiscal year 23-24, operating debt service and capital budgets. And Andrea Miller, our CFO, will present. Good morning, Director, I'm sorry, good morning, Chair G and um, board members. Andrea Miller, Chief Financial Officer, presenting the fiscal year 2023-24 budget outlook. 
Please note there was a typo on page three under the fiscal year 2023-24 debt service section. A red line version has been provided and a corrected version is posted online. In accordance with TJPA's budget policy, the TJPA will adopt an operating budget, debt service budget, and capital budget for the upcoming fiscal year. In terms of schedule, in January, the TJPA staff presented the fiscal year 2023-24 preliminary operating projection in the amount of $27.3 million. This presentation of the budget outlook is taking place in March in advance of April. In May, we will present the draft 2023-24 operating and capital budgets, a 20-year capital improvement plan, and in June, we'll present the fiscal year 23-24 budgets for adoption. This fiscal year's combined budget focuses on the operations of the Transit Center, tenant improvements, operations of the TJPA, and advancing the downtown rail extension, DTX, now also known as the portal. In terms of operating revenue and funding sources, the TJPA anticipates the Transit Center will receive funds through various intergovernmental revenues, such as regional measures two and three, special assessments from the East Cut Community Benefit District, and contributions from transit operators, uh, AC Transit and SFMTA. The RM2 funding of 8.97 million includes the continued 3 million temporary supplemental bridge toll allocation that was approved for three additional fiscal years, beginning in fiscal years 22 and 23. Contributions from the transit operators are currently projected to increase slightly over the current year budget uh, figures. Additionally, the Transit Center will generate operating revenues from retail leases, sponsorship and events, naming rights, advertising, and licensing fees. Revenue estimates presented with a preliminary budget for 23-24 are continuously revised as we work through the budget process and monitor the federal and regional opportunities as well as market adjustments, and staff will evaluate potential smoothing of operator contributions from these additional resources. In terms of operating expenses, include a share of salaries and benefits for most of the TJPA positions. The capital budget will cover the remaining proportions allocated to capital maintenance and improvements at the transit center and at the portal. Operating expenses also includes administrative expenses and professional and specialized services. The debt service payments is estimated at 17.9 million for fiscal year 23 and 24, and is paid with net tax increment revenue, which is project projected to be approximately 24.1 million. Any amounts of net tax increment received in excess of the required debt service payments has been used to redeem the subordinate turbo bonds as required by the bond indenture. The reserves um, include the board, sorry, the board approved reserve policy establishes four reserves, which is the emergency reserve, which is set at 500,000 and is fully funded. The O&M reserve is set at 25% of budgeted operating expenses and staff anticipates fully funding this in the upcoming fiscal year with final resolution of RM3 and the fiscal reserve, which is part of the capital budget provides working capital and contingency. The capital replacement reserve is uh, currently funded at 28.8 million, funded primarily from the 2020 bond sale. In terms of our fiscal year 23-24 capital funding uh, sources, um, the existing revenues uh, that have already been allocated are uh, considered committed uh, funding sources uh, and otherwise available. Um, these, include, these include our community I'm sorry, community facilities district bond proceeds and reimbursements, as well as Prop K allocations from San Francisco County Transportation Authority, Transit Center impact fees, and interest income for phase two. 
Um, as Adam has already highlighted in his uh, fiscal uh, uh, report to the board, um, we have uh, submitted an application for SIG funding, a $60 million uh, application for TERSIP, and um, we will be pre presenting to the MTC next month um, on uh, the funding uh, for the federal state partnership application. Uh, the portal capital budget is a plan which uh, depends on the availability of external funding sources, such as those already mentioned. Planned funding sources consist of funds which have not been received or drawn upon by the TJPA. Um, and these also include future transfers of CS CFD funds from the city and future allocations of transportation sales tax grants from SFCTA. Um, staff will continue to seek new funding for the transfer programs opportunities arise, um, such as uh, applying for new grants and uh, capturing federal and or state infrastructure stimulus opportunities as they arise. The capital expenditure budget uh, for fiscal year 23-24 is derived from the implementation schedule of phase one and phase two of the Transpay program. Um, it includes uh, four main expenditure categories, which is salaries and benefits, administrative ex expenses, professional specialized services, and right-of-way acquisition. Um, and I've touched on those already. Um, in terms of these uh, professional and specialized services, um, as you're aware, rather than hiring large in-house staffing during design and construction, TJPA utilizes contractors to provide uh, services to support the Transpay program. Um, the right-of-way acquisition um, category includes acquiring land parcels and easements necessary for future construction of the portal. Um, the tenant improvements uh, budget uh, is funded at 50.5 million um, in fiscal year 1920, um, and that includes tenant improvements that are necessary for the building of retail spaces and the transit center. Um, fiscal year 23-24 capital improvement program as a condition of the lease, uh, lease and use agreements with the transit operators, a TJPA is required to supply a 10-year capital improvement plan. Uh, the board approved in November uh, development of a 20-year capital improvement plan, which um, will be compiled and presented at the May uh, board meeting. And that concludes my update on the budget outlook. Very good. Thank you for the presentation. Director's question? Tilly? Director Chang? No. I just want to say thank you, and, and thank you to our transit partners, too, because this is a collaborative effort. So thank you for your collaboration. I know it's a challenge for all of us. Um, given the ongoing efforts to increase ridership, so you know, public comment. Any Neela? Any public comment on this item? No, I don't see any members of the public that wish to comment. Uh, checking uh, in the room, and we'll go ahead and check online. No, that couldn't, uh, no, no members of the public want to comment right. on that well, item. Thank you. This is item for information only, and we will be back with the budget item in May. So thank you. Very thank good. You. Thank you. Next right. item, please. With that, we'll go ahead and call item 10, approving the recommended applicants to the T uh, TJPA Citizens Advisory Committee. And the Lee Majus Wu, TJPA Communications and Ledge Affairs Director, will present. Good morning, directors. As noted in your packet, the TJPA CAC was created to advise the TJPA board on matters of public interest relating to the Transbay program. 
um, the CAC consists of 15 members representing specific constituencies, which represent the many local and regional groups impacted by the program. Through this year's recruitment, we are filling nine seats, eight full term and one midterm. Before I proceed with the recommended appointments, I want to recognize and thank three outgoing CAC members, Howard Wong, who has served with the TJPA for three terms, totaling six years, and um, want to recognize Joshua Rosen and Gerald Cawthon for serving on our CAC over the past year. We've appreciated their membership on the CAC and advocacy on our behalf and the Transbay program. Now onto the recruitment. After reviewing 15 applications, we recommend that the board reappoint three seats and appoint five full term and one midterm seat. The reappointments are um, Gabriel Chan, Brian Larkin, Pedro Mendez, and the new appointments are Paul Bendix, Charlie Lavery, Mark Monte, Eric Schottmeyer, Brian Shaw, and uh, midterm seat Martin Munoz. Uh, staff recommends that you approve the item as recommended. And actually, a few of our candidates are here this morning, including Pedro Mendez. You, you saw um, Chair Larkin this morning, um, Charlie Lavery, Lavery, and then Martin Munoz as well. This concludes my report. Thank you, Lily. Directors, any questions? Through the chair? Yes, I please. would just thank you so much, um, Ms. Majest Wu. I just want to thank so much our applicants and our current chair and support all of their appointments and reappointments. I particularly want to appreciate Mr. Lavery, who I've known through other associations, and, and his leadership is especially appreciated. Um, but look forward to working with all of you. Thank you so much. Other questions or comments, directors? I just want to thank all the applicants for wanting to serve and raising their hands and, and being part of what we're trying to do here in San Francisco at the Transit Center, and not just at the Transit Center, but all the other things we're doing. So thank you, and thank you to those that weren't able to be here. Please pass that along. This is an item for action, so is there a motion? To approve. Director Shaw. Second. Director Chang. And we do have a member of the public that wants to comment oh, on the okay. item. Somebody wants to say something. Okay, good, thank you. So uh, moderator, if you, uh, I'll double check in the room. Um, seeing none in the room, we'll go ahead and let the uh, virtual um, caller in. Good morning, uh, directors, Roland O'Brien, San Jose. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I would really like to give uh, kudos to staff for the outreach that resulted in such a list of high quality applicants. And quite frankly, frankly, I believe that some of the bios um, should um, make it possible to consider some of the applicants for either full or part-time um, staff positions with the TJPA. But, but in closing, uh, I would like to share that I'm extremely happy to see uh, Brian Phil's um, application, and uh, should we approve it, um, I do look forward to Brian's appointment as, um, as a CCJ. Uh, upon Brian Larkin's retirement. Thank you. All right, thank you, caller. Uh, that concludes members of the public that wanted to address you on that item. You do have a... Take the vote, please. Yes, sir. Uh, with that first and second, Director Chang. Aye. Chang, aye. Director Forbes. Aye. Forbes, aye. Director Lipkin. Aye. Lipkin, aye. Director Shaw. Aye. Shaw, aye. Director Tumlin. Aye. Tumlin, aye. And Chair G. Yes. GI as well, and I'll go ahead and note that uh, Director John Matisse uh, has departed, and so uh, mark her absent. Thank you. Well thank done. You. Thank you. 
All right, we'll go ahead and call your next item. All right, uh, item 11 is authorizing the executive director to enter amendment two to the letter of agreement with the JPB and or Caltrain. Uh, as once amended uh, and extending the term uh, for, by five months with no change in the maximum compensation. Alfonso Rodriguez, project director, uh, will present. Thank you, board members. Actually, I don't think we have a no. slide. No, nope. just right. Um, sorry about that. Uh, the letter of agreement, which we call the letter, the LOA, um, is an agreement between TGPA and Caltrain, and it was adopted by this board last summer in July. And it provides for reimbursement of Caltrain costs as we progress uh, through the development of a master cooperative agreement, which we expect to present to this board later this summer. The LOA does, though, expire on March 31st, and it contains an option to be extended by five months. That is the action that we're requesting uh, before you today, uh, your action today. Um, the LOA, and I do want to point out that we have confirmed that there is sufficient funding capacity to take us the next five months under the previously authorized budget, budgeted amount. Um, an information update on the MCA and our progress on that will be presented to this board in May, and the overall agreement um, will be coming before both Caltrain's board and this body uh, in in the summer months in August. So that's all this item does. Um, don't have anything else to add. Thank you, Alfonso. Directors, any questions? Just to, to let the board, I will be uh, abstaining from this item since I kind of know the chair of the Caltrain board <laughs> <laughs> um, until we get some other things clarified because serving on a JPA is kind of a unique thing. So, yeah. Okay. Saying that. May I make a motion? Please. To approve, please. Second. Okay, right. a motion by Director Chang, second by Director Tumlin. Any public comment? Checking for public comment, uh, seeing none in the room. Please call the vote then. Seeing none online. Uh, with that, Director Chang? Aye. Chang, aye. Director Forbes? Aye. Uh, Director Forbes, aye. Director Lipkin? Aye. Lipkin, aye. Director Shaw? Aye. Shaw, aye. And Director Tumlin? Aye. Tumlin, aye as well. The item is approved with uh, Chair G abstaining and um, uh, Director John McNeese absent. Call the next item. All right, item 12 is the San Francisco Peninsula Rail Program Executive Steering Committee update and status of the downtown rail extension work plan schedule. And Tilly Chang, ESC vice chair, will provide the update, followed by Alfonso Rodriguez for the um, uh, status of the schedule. Great, thank you so much. Um, I'm here on behalf of our chair, Michelle Bouchard, who is on travel. Um, so as far as our work this past month, as Director Vanderwater mentioned, um, there was the submittal to FTA, and I'll just note that the team also within that package completed um, and transmitted the 20-year financial plan for the project, and that was just a huge amount of work in and of itself, regardless of all the other pieces. And I want to acknowledge the hard work um, of the multi-agency team led by TJPA and Alfa Director Rodriguez with Caltrain and SFCTA staff who collaborated, including over the holidays, on, on this package. Um, so thank you so much for that, and in the months ahead, uh, we'll be working hard to advance that funding strategy, including through advocacy trips that um, Director Vanderwater and I will be taking with the MTC delegation at the end of this month. Um, I'll also note that the FT, um, SFCTA will consider a $10 million Prop K allocation request for this project, and that will happen next week at our board for the first read. Um, the, TJP, the Transportation Authority Board is very interested in, um, of course, continuing to fund all of this work, um, as well as has requested that a governance update be brought back following consideration by the Executive Steering Committee um, of that blueprint governance topic that is on our look ahead for, for next month. 
Um, and in the coming months, the Integrated Project Management Team and Executive Steering Committee will continue to support the project uh, by advancing a project delivery implementation plan topic, by conducting the next cy cycle of quarterly risk assessments, um, and by advancing recommendations on further cost reduction concepts uh, through potential value engineering opportunities. Um, and later this month, um, as I mentioned previously, ESC will receive an update on the governance study blueprint update, uh, which builds upon the initial governance recommendations approved by this board last September, and which will result in um, recommendations planned to be brought forward to you all in a, in a few months. Thank you so much. Thank you, Director Chang. So oh, and I'm sorry, I should be introducing <laughs> Director Rodriguez for the second part of this uh, presentation. Thank you. Thank you, Vice Chair Chang. And, and I will say it has been an exceptional team effort to get us to this point. It continues to be, so thank you for those comments. Uh, this is the look ahead of those items that will be appearing before the board in the coming months, leading to our um, entry into engineering, we hope, subject to funding availability. As uh, Vice Chair Chang pointed out, there will be um, an archaeological services contract coming before this board in May, that services contract will help us with um, the environmental mitigations to ensure that we meet those uh, as it relates to archaeological, paleontological services and during and construction support uh, when we're actually out there digging. The uh, relocation impact study is one of those documents required by the FTA prior to our ability to acquire right away that impacts relocation, and that study will also be appearing before the board in May. Uh, it may be a little out of order, my apologies, but the governance study, as pointed out earlier, will be also coming before this board in May for um, adoption of a blueprint. The following month, we, and we're excited about this, we'll be bringing before, the, um, uh, before you the interagency cooperative agreement, which is a, an agreement that outlines role responsibilities, how we reimburse our city department agencies having jurisdiction to help us advance DTX uh, through the permitting and construction. The project delivery implementation plan is a follow-on document from the delivery alternative study that this board approved uh, earlier, and it outlines um, the details of the procurement document, the evaluation selection procedures, and how we, um, how we go about selecting the successful contractors for both the uh, progressive design build and the, CMG, the construction manager general contractor contracts. And then, of course, the master cooperative agreement between this agency and Caltrain that outlines role responsibilities to deliver the project and, and all the way to operations, including asset disposition, how we handle that. There are a number of other items below the line that really are funding dependent, and they are right away related. And then, of course, our ability to um, request a grant in August, whereby we have to uh, demonstrate our ability to fund 50% of the local share or non-capital uh, investment grant share before we can make that request. Those are the items going before the board. There are a number of activities that are happening be, um, besides that and will come to the board after April, I'm sorry, August, and uh, we will be updating a, a longer look ahead since it's August is getting here pretty quick. <laughs> that concludes my comments on the look ahead. Alfonso, thank you for the update. And Director Chang, thank you. Directors, any questions? Um, Please. If I may, on a separate um, sort of request on behalf of um, Supervisor Mandelman, uh, who I'm sitting here today on behalf, he has asked, um, following Director Vanderwater's mention last month, 
or maybe a couple of months ago, that the current MOU, which sort of governs our involvement and, and partnership currently, that does expire in June, early June. So we've been um, in discussion since that report to talk about options for potentially extending in time only the current MOU that um, we are all working under. Now, this is sort of almost akin to the last item that we just heard about um, just an extension in time of the current agreement, and it does not involve an extension in any type of funding or, or scope of work. So we would respectfully ask that um, the board consider agendizing this for next month to just extend that through the end of this year, and that would allow all of the team to continue focusing on this entire body of work, uh, including bringing forward the governance recommendations as um, scheduled for May. Uh, and so that's something that I just wanted to reflect for, on behalf of Supervisor. Thank you. Thank you. you. Anna, did you want to offer any comment? Uh, only to mention that uh, the April meeting, we don't have any calendared substantive items and we had intended to cancel, so the next regularly scheduled TJP board meeting would be in May, which still does offer that time. That would be. Thank you. Thank you. And, and then I just wanted to say congratulations to the entire team because when we started down this journey, it was acknowledged mm -hmm. it was a, an aggressive work plan. And here the board last month authorized asking to enter into engineering and Alfonso, I like the way you concluded your report because we're getting closer to be able to show start of construction, <laughs> or at least procurement. So it was a lot of work to get to where we are. There's still a lot of work in front, but thank you to everybody involved for rolling up your sleeves and getting at it. So well done. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Directors, if, if I may kind of uh, amplify that, this, it's been an extraordinary amount of work from all of the partners um, with some fairly detailed discussions leading into the 20-year financial plan and quite a bit of technical documentation to submit to the Federal Transit Administration that has uh, led to some long hours on the staff team. So I want to specifically uh, acknowledge that hard work and, and the effort and milestone to, to reach this uh, point in time. Thank you. Very good. Any public comment on that item? We'll check and see for uh, public comment. Um, seeing none in the room, checking virtually. The attendee is there, but does not appear to have his hand raised, so I don't. I believe there that is no public comment. Business. That okay. does go. Well, yes, again, as noted, we will not be having a meeting in April. Correct. So my hope and wish is everyone stays dry and warm, doesn't float away during these storms, <laughs> and enjoy the time, and we will Thank see you back in May. Meeting adjourned. Thank you. Thank you. TV. San Francisco Government Television.